0: Grace watches Stargate, they made a podcast, that's an iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan,
1: Grace is pretty new, Kaylee the Thorgie will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drink, as they reference random pop culture-y things.
0: Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face, there's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to episode 30 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I am Nixie.
1: And I'm Grace. And today we are watching season two, episode nine, Secrets. Secrets. A.K.A. You are not the father, <laughs> Maury Povich
0: version of Stargate. Um, I believe my AKA is is your quote while watching this. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Like increasing volumes, increasing volumes of oh shit levels at the end like of that. the cold opening
1: as the yeah. credits roll. That's that that absolutely is what happened to me. I was like,
0: oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was more kind of how the last one went. <laughs>
0: Um, so this first aired on August twenty first, nineteen ninety eight. Um, I actually didn't do for some reason blanked on looking up who wrote and directed it, but it was written by Terry Curtis Fox and directed by Dwayne Clark. I apologize. We did not know those names, nor did I look up why we know them. <laughs> Just blanked on it this week. This
1: is the things that happen sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's like um,
0: I think I was more more excited uh, that we have uh, Carmen Argent. Ar- Argenziano. Argenziano. Thank you. Thank you. I know it's Italian and I failed at it. <laughs> uh, but it's Jacob Carter and I love him. He's a fantastic actor. Got um, it. He is, I think a lot of people these days would recognize him from house. He was like one oh. of the possible uh, candidates. Okay. Um. What's Once his face left. Got it. Um, but he's been one in things. One of the replacement
1: doctors. Yeah, one of the replacement oh, doctors. Oh, I gotcha.
0: But yeah. he's been in things going back to Godfather Two and like the Bionic Woman, and nice. recently like Castle and Criminal Minds. Like so he's he's a, all around. He's an, an actor all around. Man. He's been an actor man. Yeah, he's an actor man. Dig it. And then we have this one. I'm going to butcher because I've never been able to pronounce her name. Okay. it's Valeti- I kept calling her Valentine. I apologize. Val Yeah, well, it's her last name. It's Ray. I really apologize that I've never heard her name pronounced Her before. last name looks like Bandera. Yeah. But I've, I, I've <laughs> never heard her name pronounced. I've only seen it spelled, and I can't pronounce things. So ah. I've i always just called her Val, and I'm sure that's wrong. Yeah. Because, and I really apologize. I want to look her up now. Yeah, she was actually in a telenovela back in the day. Interesting. Um, but I don't, I, I In didn't, Spanish? Yeah. <gasps> she,
1: um. I bet you I've seen it. I'm totally looking her up. Okay. okay let's keep going,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, she actually was up for the role in the film, but she was a runner-up for the version in the original film, so she auditioned again and got the part. Um today she's does she's not really in the acting side of it anymore. She's more into like the fashion industry Dig it. Um, and stuff right now. Um, but she is she is uh yeah, Becca Share. Okay, cool. Um and then we finally my most exciting is to see Eric Avari back as Kasuf in the film. From because he's like the one carryover is the same actor. Um, That's right. From the films besides Charlie's sure,
1: correct? Y- yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Eric Havari. Um I think we covered him in the film Cup film version podcast. Yes. Those words and a combine. He's been in just everything, guys. You've seen him everywhere. You know his face. <laughs> I'm not even gonna like try the list what he's been.
1: Um but That's one of those actors kinda like we rec- I recently started watching Outlander, fun show. Yes, he is fun show, show ever. But it's like um the guy that plays the first husband. Yeah. His has the face that's been in everything. Yeah, yeah. Is one of those kind
0: of actors where you, it's like
1: you've been in everything.
0: Yes. <laughs> um you realize he is it's the same character for her husband and Black yeah, 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 okay. yeah. It's the I same kid. dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. And cool fact that at least if it seems very true, I'm not going to, it's wiki, take it or leave it, but it definitely seems true that Eric Avari has portrayed characters from over 24 ethnicities. Oh, cool. Because wow. he's just like that. He can, like, cover so many different characters. <laughs> yep, he's a little bit of everything. He can, like, cover any accent. He's just can look from most places. <laughs> It was like, what are you? Uh,
1: who is it? Oh, Sam Rockwell was just on the Nerdist podcast talking about so being able to do yeah. similar things. Like,
0: Irish-Jewish? I'm there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> English, I'm there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you want, I got it. Exactly. For you. He just has
0: one of those faces that just can blend with so many different <laughs> characters. Um, and if you're like me, you recognize Chris Owens from playing Spender on X-Files. I do not know that because... The journal man? The journalist man? I have
1: not watched enough X-Files. He was under on X-Files. <laughs> I'll take it.
0: Um, so, into the episode, because there's a lot of episodes to cover, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so we start with a close-up of Casus Kasus- Okay. Oh, Kate, okay. go back. I found, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm
1: interrupting for a second. Yes, go for it. Because I cheated and I went to IMDb while you were talking. Yes. And she was in a um, a TV show called, well, a telenovela called... Abujetas de color de rosa, yeah. which I remember watching, <laughs> um, and I'm trying to remember. it Now that line is a line from a song from the 50s that's actually covered from an, an English version of the song. Oh, really? But that will come to me later. Okay. If, if I sit here and think of it, it won't come to gotcha. my head. But if you don't. Okay. Yep. Yeah.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> um, so we have Kasuf in the Melp f- camera. Uh, it's been a year, an Abydosian year. Yep. Um, and they've unburied the gate like Daniel told them to. Um, he doesn't have Shaurei to bring, but at least he can go back. And, you know, he needs to, because otherwise they're going to bury it for good and he'll never see anyone again. Mm-hmm. Um, but... At least, you know, if they listen to what he had to say, they'll bury it again. Uh, but Jack and Sam can't go with them because they're doing Washington because they're meeting the president. But Dino points out that, you know, he's lived with them for over a year. You know, that's he's married to one of them. He's fine. He's safe there. And he's going to have Teal'c. He's good. Um, and actually, Jack would prefer to head there. Is well with them instead of the medal ceremony. Yeah, can I That's... can
1: I do this fun thing instead of sitting yeah, yeah. in like fancy clothes? But yeah, yeah, that yeah. sounds like more
0: fun. It does. Yes. So they send Teal'c and Daniel through the gate, and they go meet up with Kasuf. Uh, Teal'c and him have a nice little intro. They you know verbally <laughs> shake hands and figure they're okay with each other. Uh, and Daniel tries to share the unfortunate news that he hasn't found Shara yet. He's right. still looking though, and Kasuf doesn't really interact. He doesn't like, like oh, he's, okay, he just turns around and goes, sucks. follow me. I have something, there's, there's something to show Here's you. the thing. He leads him to a tent. Inside the tent is Sharae. What? And she is very, very, very pregnant. Double what? <laughs> More like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: That's when I lost my mind. Yeah. That is when I absolutely lost my mind. I was like, <laughs> why?
0: What? What? All these times? And you're like, wait a minute, it's been more than nine months since i have like, seen each, each other. I was like, let me do
1: some math real quick, which I'm not good at, but I'm gonna do some math. A year is more than baby takes to bake. It takes
0: less than That is not Daniel's baby. <laughs> that was,
1: I had my, like, my wall with strings pointing at pictures that came together, my John Nash came, brain came out and I was like, nope, not his baby. <laughs> That's what happened there. I lost my mind. <laughs>
0: okay, do you want me to break your brain even worse right now? Oh god. Oh, what are you gonna the tell me? The actress is actually pregnant. Okay. Do you know whose child that actually is? No. Do you want to take a guess? Is it is it Daniel's baby? <laughs> it's actually Michael Shanks' <laughs> <Chick's> child. <laughs> they, they met what? Arthur, the pilot. What? And they fell? And that is Michael Shanks' child. I can't. I can't. I'm gonna. And apparently, I'm leaving. Bye, guys. Apparently, at the end of the episode, when like the kids being born in between scenes, he's like, "No, no, we're playing make pretend. Do not come out yet." That's not what. (laughs) That poor confused kid. He's
1: like. I don't know what my dad's name is. I sometimes I think it's Daniel, sometimes it's Michael, sometimes it's Apophis. Sometimes he wears glasses and sometimes he doesn't. What's going on? What's happening? So (laughs) whoa. So they are a real life couple. That's actually they were at the time. Oh, that's
0: not so sweet. But <laughs> <Well>, Michael <laughs> Shanks is married to a actress whom I absolutely love and adore now, and they very very happy, and she, uh, she seems very very happy uh, in you know doing fashion and stuff now. So sure, okay, um, I believe it. The, with with a really awesome. Well, it's fun so. at the time, I guess. Yes, yes. yeah. They're both it. happy. They have do have a wonderful kid. So cool. And that is here on screen. <laughs> the gold inside
1: <laughs> inside <laughs> mom's belly? So who has a gold right? So their real life kid. Teal? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. Sure, it's like, did they name him Teal? They should have no. named a baby Teal. No, why I, didn't they? I do don't that? Think, I don't think they named the baby Teal. I don't <laughs> why? Know what, I don't know what they named. Why the did baby? you name the baby after your best friend? I'm, I'm clearly <laughs> having a mental breakdown right now. <laughs> Maybe in world they named the baby Teal. <laughs> okay, I like that. Okay. Let's do that.
0: Let's go there. <laughs> Uh, oh, I can't anymore. <laughs> I purposely, guys. While we were watching it, and, and we got to the scene, and I was like, "Do you want me to tell you something that's gonna break your brain?" She goes, "No, save it for the podcast." And I was yeah, like, "Okay." You know,
1: and I now I wish. No, I, I, <laughs> all right, let's
0: move on. <laughs> so, uh, Teal grazes his at gun, and Casu stands in front of Share. uh Daniel and Teal try to explain that he is in danger. Uh, how long has she been here? Um, And all the while, Sharae's trying to explain what's going on. Uh, It's a bit of, if you all would just shut up and let me tell the story, this would get, you know, all worked out. Um, But no one does. So apparently Sharae didn't tell her father that she is possessed by a ghoul. Um, and Daniel isn't buying that she's just returned and is back to her old self. Yeah. And finally, she gets to the point, though, her quote unquote demon has to sleep while she's pregnant. Uh, and the gold in her is called Amonette. Um And she has to be dormant while she's pregnant. Otherwise, it'll cause a miscarriage.
1: What? Plot reasons. <laughs> Plot reasons. Yeah, no. I'm still stuck on, like, dude, this is a really big ruse to just yeah. be like, I cheated on you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a baby with another people because you weren't here. And I know that you're a whore. You probably went out and did things <laughs> and forgot to look for me. So I found my way back. And then I cheated on you.
0: Yeah. Deal with it. <laughs> so... Um- and then the other shoe drops. This is apophysis, kid. Dun,
1: dun dun. Not only did I cheat with you, I cheated on you with like the world's worst enemy.
0: Not only your literally Earth's worst enemy, Earth's yeah, worst enemy. Yeah, your, your planet's worst enemy. So Daniel's just growing more angry as we go, and Sharae is more in tears as we go, and Kasuf is mad as he goes that his daughter's getting upset, and Teal'c isn't trusting anything, and this is just a giant pot that's about to boil. I'm surprised this wasn't a time where
1: Teal'c just went, all right, I'm pulling out my staff weapon. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Line them up! (laughs) So apparently Apophis wants this kid to eventually be his new host, which is about as twisted as the Egyptian god myths go. Sure. Um, Daniel is disgusted by that. He goes a little mad crazy here. Are talking to Sharae who is clearly visibly upset. Yeah. <laughs> um... Not, he's not really welcoming the wife back to his life that he envisions this yeah. going as. Um, and he just basically throws his arms off and walks out the tent. I mean, let's give the guy a minute.
1: Yeah, the lady is pregnant, <laughs> whether by choice or not. She's yeah. pregnant with yes. someone else's baby. Yes, that's gotta be a difficult thing to because, figure out
0: because she, I mean, she was basically this is like, yeah, yeah, this was like, this was. I, Amunette's will, but against Shalrae's will. Right. Yeah. That's that can't be easy. No. That can't
1: be easy. Even as you know, I'm, I'm not saying she she's at fault here. No, she's really not. not. But
0: Amunette is at fault he's here. He's still
1: dealing with the fact that he's kind of a victim too. Not yes, to the degree that exactly. she is, but man, okay.
0: So here's <laughs> my question: How did Amunette slash Ray get here? Because, um, like, the gate was buried until recently. Did she come home? Did the, 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 like Amunet go to sleep, and she decided, "Oh, I'm gonna go home then." But like, how did she get there if the gate was buried? Did she That's come on a true. ship? Was she like order some Jaffa going, "Hey, drop me off on this planet, and then leave me here." Right. But Apophis did knew Apophis exactly where to come. Her? Well, Apophis knew exactly where to come. It's like knew he was on this planet. Maybe because they knew already would be safe there. So yeah. maybe like, but but, but where's Apophis came in through a, through the gate, which. It wouldn't have locked in however long ago, a couple days ago, when the gate was because unburied. so
1: when the gate was buried, nobody could get back there. It's including- like
0: it's like it like it won't dial.
1: That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So which is why Daniel couldn't come back for a year. Yeah. Correct? So, yeah, how did Apophis
0: get yeah. her there?
1: How did she get there?
0: I mean, hera or her landed on a ship. I can imagine Apophis would have landed on a ship and dropped her off, but then why didn't he come back on the ship? Why did he come back through the Stargate? Because, what? like, the ship's landing place is already like, taken? No, it's like,
1: maybe it's like, well, I guess if we can't get through the gate, the sample is what we'll do, yeah. but it's not, like, your favorite form. It's like, well, I guess I could ride my bike. And it's going to be, like, 30 minutes, or I could just take my car.
0: And you can't tell me again. that... Uh, Apophis wouldn't have left some Jaffa guards behind to watch and guard Almonette. That's true. Uh, Yeah... Plot holes and the, and his kid because he I think he cares for the kid more than he cares about Amonad. Well, yeah. So yeah, this
1: is just, yeah, it's his his it's little pet.
0: Confusing that part. Like that's I I just needed like
1: one even, line. Yeah, and, and even if we could, um, you know, say okay, well, they took the ship and now they took the gate because yeah. it gets easier. Write it in. Yeah. Write it in saying, and let us know. I just need like one line. Yeah, be, like, and just line. address it. Yeah, address it somehow. Um, yeah, I'm with you there.
0: So we head to DC. <laughs> that is clearly not DC. <laughs> Vancouver, C. <laughs> I'm going to just get this out of the way right now. So DC was well known to be laid out by um, Pierre Charles Laffont. Okay. Um, there's even a, one of the major stops on the metro is named after him. It's like a big crossing okay. point. Um So it's it's like a, it was a planned out city, um, okay. and and it was like everything sort of built off. He imagined this grand. The National Mall, basically, and all these spokes coming off of it. So that's why the whole area, at least down by the the Capitol and everything, the whole area is, like, well gridded out. Yeah. And all the the circles and spokes and all that kind of stuff. So um, it's sort of, there's a myth that nothing in the city could be taller than the Washington Monument. Okay. And this is why it's like, hey, that's clearly not D.C. Because there's a giant building behind the building they're walking out of. Uh, Yeah, that was very weird. Yeah.
1: And uh, that was very disconcerting. It was, yeah. Like, you could have just, like, cut that out of
0: that. Like, it wouldn't have taken a lot of CG work. But, so, it's not exactly true that nothing can be taller than the Washington Monument. There is a Height of Buildings Act of 1910 that says no building could be more than 20 feet taller than the width of the street that it faces. Jeez, okay. So, it's basically, like, if it, like... If you're on a street and the street is, you know, 100 feet across, okay. your building can only be 120 feet tall. Okay. If the street's only 50 feet across, your building can only be 70 feet so tall. So the
1: idea that there's no major skyscrapers. Exactly. Because streets just aren't that wide.
0: Exactly. And okay. so and it's actually uh, 90 feet tall for residential streets, 130 for commercial streets, and 160 for parts of Pennsylvania Avenue. Mm. Um, and it's actually like whichever shorter type thing. So it's... You can't just have 90 feet per residential building if you have a tiny little street in front of you. Oh, cool. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is why the streets are so broad and the buildings aren't as tall and it has that nice. It's a very distinctive city profile. Mm -hmm. Um, It's definitely unlike really any other city in the U.S. And it's much more... The sort of a lot of more cities in Europe are that sort of flat laid out. Yeah, I mean even Paris—it's a grid. Even well, even Paris is like that. And unless you get to the you know one specific newer section, all Uh the all the buildings are low.
1: Well, I I mean the oldest city that I could think of is Rome, and that's kind of laid out that way. So I imagine if the others are models of of that.
0: Well, I can imagine Rome was also like we can't build a building that tall; it's going to fall over. But Yes, (laughs)
1: I think it's yeah. I think it's purposeful because even the buildings now kind of fit that.
0: Yeah, Um, and so uh, most large cities actually had height restrictions back in the day, and DC just never repealed it, so it's what gives it its character. Mm. There is a couple exemptions: the Basilica, the National Shrine. That's the tallest building in the city, um, excluding the Washington Monument and some radar tower somewhere. Um, And there's an old post office building which got grandfathered in. uh, National Cathedral. Is taller, and then there's some uh, commercial building called like One Franklin Square that's that's taller as well. Oh, cool. so there's a couple. The building that they actually had in the episode is the Vancouver Art Gallery, and they use the same building that they're walking down. The, this shot that we first see them, and it's the same building when like Jack is talking outside to the reporter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I those are like one. the same building. It's okay. just cut, cut differently. Got it. Um, so, and this is actually. Bartender Nick actually pointed this out of where are their hats? That's right. Because in... in like they're outdoors, they're, they're in, in their uniform. they're in their dress blues. They're going to meet the president. They the should have their hats on. That's true. Yeah. I mean, they have the regulation Air Force we'll even aviators have to on, but... to find the outfit details. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they um they should probably have their their hats because that's <laughs> kind of part of the uniform. That's a that's thing. That's important. They at no point do they have hats in this. Actually, I don't think anyone had even had hats. And yeah, any, like anyone in even holding their hats. no, so. Anyway. That's true. Thing.
1: Hey, that's another
0: plot hole. That's true But guys. they have <laughs> they had the aviators. Sorry, that was color stuck in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> no I should uh, clarify, we actually were up super early today and did a color vibe five K. Yeah. So we inhaled a lot of color and every, de- <laughs> <laughs> every and once in a while, is still eating it. Yes. <laughs> and So that's what's every happening. Once in a while right stuff gets, you know, stuck in the throat that's yeah. been sitting somewhere. My uh, head is pink. My everything is colors. They basically someone at one point dumped a box of color on my head. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, Jack gets lost every time he comes to D.C., which is hard, because as I explained, D.C. It's is very grin. easy to navigate. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's snarky.
1: I think he's, like, hoping to get, he's like, yeah. I hope to never come back here. Look, I'm so lost. Never
0: make me come here. And I kind of laughed at the line that Sam has, like, this is my own stopping grounds. So I was like, no, you are at the Pentagon. The Pentagon's not in D.C. That's true. <laughs> it's just all of D.C. Yeah. Like, you're not coming downtown a ton. <laughs> DC. The area yeah, maybe DC
1: was where she hung out. I mean, she had to work at the Pentagon, but that yeah. doesn't mean she had to live there.
0: No, but...
1: <laughs> you know, maybe she was a big fan of, uh, you know, sitting there hanging out with Lincoln at some point. There you go. Maybe she climbed up onto his lap and was like, what do you think, Mr. Lincoln? <gasps> this is what I want for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that would have
0: been awesome. Um, so then we get a really classy but clearly boring reception. Hammond is already making the rounds, just yeah. playing it up. Uh, and Jack just wants some punch. And yeah. Probably knowing Jack something to spike it with. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Where's the punch so I can drop this fifth of whatever is in my yeah. jacket into it?
0: And then we see who Hammond is talking to. It's Sam's dad. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I need to pause and say how good everyone looks in their blues.
1: Well, because. because yeah, they're in their dress. Damn. Place yeah Uh, everybody looks nice when they're dressed up yes that is a universal truth yes
0: (laughs) um it's just more like Jack cleans up well yeah um so back on Tatooine Kasuf and Teal are trying to comfort (laughs) Sharae I like how you kind of just (laughs) snuck that in
1: so back on Tatooine (laughs) well that's basically Tatooine it's essentially Tatooine guys it's not Abydos or anything we're just gonna rename it Tatooine it's Abydos but basically Tatooine (laughs) I love it
0: (laughs) um I mean I can say Jakku if you want, yeah,
1: okay, fine. Okay. Yeah, for uh, younger <laughs> listeners or you know, newer people to the franchise,
0: um, they try to comfort Charay. Yes, Daniel still loves you, uh, and Charay recognizes Teal'c as the person who put her in the situation. Uh, in the first Sha Rae. Place. Somebody comfort Daniel, yeah,
1: look, as Daniel much as I don't stick in up intense. for him
0: ever, yeah, but, okay, fine. He's just out playing with dirt later, yeah, because he's like, I can't even people anymore. Well, Teal'c's about to head out there, but sure. Um, but she has to be. He has to be inside the tent first for Sharae to recognize That's him as the true. traitor, with the capital T traitor, yes. indicating that Sharae has some access to her Gould's memories. Sure. So then, outside the tent, uh, Teal'c and Daniel talk. Teal'c says that uh, she does still has access to Eminet's memories, mm-hmm. and so they need to bring her back to the SGC. Daniel can't even comprehend why that would be. She's gone through enough. Um and you just want to interrogate her now. Yeah. Um, but Tilk's like, it could save the world. That's true. And Daniel's like, I don't give a shit. I'm not gonna do it. And Tilk points out that he's not sorry for Sharae, he's sorry for himself. Um Yeah. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um and and Tilk says that um she's gonna give birth. Soon. And the ghoul's going to awaken. And Papa's going to come and take the child. That's the fate that you're choosing for your wife by leaving her here.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. And You know, it's a, it's a pretty crappy situation that he's going through. But if anyone can kind of feel for him, it is Teok. Teok yeah. is the one who, what, just last episode we dealt with him, like, going back to his family and trying to figure out how to deal with that situation. Yeah. And, and finding that his wife had a different husband. Yep. So, I mean... It makes sense to have these two guys together and for Tilt to be the guy that's like, get your shit together. Yes.
0: But it's t- still, <laughs> Yeah. And I can't blame Daniel. And Daniel's like, well, then I want a moment in the world with my wife.
1: That's fair. That's very fair. I don't think that's a bad thing to ask for at all. No.
0: So Hammond is uh, sure that Sam's going to be super happy to see who he invited yeah. to the look, metal Look series. what I did. I'm it's so this, proud. It's my old killed war buddy. Um... <laughs> Yeah, he's he's super excited that Sam's up for an ear <laughs> medal, in, which is obviously a super fake cover story. Right, right. Uh, deep space radar telemetry. That's totally a real uh, thing, guys. That's Jack comes, a real thing. Yeah, totally. That's what we... Jack totally does that. Jack comes <laughs> over with some punch and get out of town. Sam has a dad. <laughs> she just like exists (laughs) Uh, he's heard nothing about him and Sam's like I told you a lot about him (laughs) Sam looks like she wants to fall into a hole in the ground here's what I I believe (laughs) I
1: believe that Sam has talked about her dad but Jack is so (laughs) self-absorbed sometimes that he's like "Uh uh-huh uh-huh. Anyway, I was saying this other thing over here. <laughs> He's busy finding the next thing to snark about. And, I like, I believe that at some point Sam may have, like, spilled her heart <laughs> to Jack. Well, that's... Uh, it, no, it happened in solitudes, and he was just unconscious. He, oh, yeah. Or, uh, no, I think he, like, was honestly just not paying attention one day. Just not <laughs> so paying attention.
0: I literally have this interaction down here, because I need to read this interaction. <laughs> okay. Because Jacob's, like uh, you know, what's there to say about an old general waiting to retire? And Carter's like, Dad, I talk about you all the time. Jack's like, I retired myself one time. can stay away. (laughs) Jacob is clearly not buying this. From your analysis of deep space radar telemetry, Jack's like, well, it's just so damn fascinating. (laughs) Jacob's like, I'm sure it is. Otherwise, you wouldn't be receiving the air medal. And Jack's like, we have our moments. Um... Can you excuse me, we just did get out of Cheyenne Mountain enough. I'm gonna go grab some air outside. General, Captain, General, Waiter. <laughs> I see.
1: I read this as improv. Yeah. And it was like Jack snarky comment here, snarky comment that makes Sam uncomfortable even more so. Sam, please stop making me uncomfortable. This is really uncomfortable. Sam's dad, you two are idiots.
0: <laughs> and that repeated over and over and over and over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so um, two comments here. So deep space radar telemetry. Yeah. We covered this a bit last season, I think, when it we were talking familiar. about the deep space network. Okay. Um, the like satellite dishes that they're set like in 30, yeah around the, it's like 120 degrees around the world. So we're always in contact with satellites and probes. That's basically what it is. Okay. Um, I think it also might cover the space surveillance network that watches for asteroids and other objects in sure. Path for Earth. Yeah. Um, it tracks basically all the objects in orbit.
1: You know, even if they couldn't tell her dad about the to they would be like, she found an asteroid and then she landed on it mm-hmm. and then destroyed it, and now she's back home. <laughs> and the movie Armageddon hasn't been made at this point, so this could totally happen. <laughs> has it not? I think, uh, maybe it has. It could be right around the like, same yeah. time. Yeah, no, it is right around the same
0: time. Um. And so here's the thing. <laughs> The air medal, yes. Here, I think is why Jacob is not buying any of this shit that they are selling. <laughs> I pause the film. Those are air medals that they get at the end. Okay, okay? those are normally given for meritorious achievement while participating in aerial flight. Which, yes, their action stopped the ship. So they, they genuinely deserved dish, it. But that's why Jacob is laughing. <laughs> There's no aerial flight in deep space. During our no, telemetry. yeah. That's why I think. Sense. I think Jacob's like.
1: Yeah. This is not something you get from your desk job. Basically. Which I think yeah. why later he's like,
0: you need to work on your cover story.
1: That's true. He's not dumb. Yeah, he's he's smart enough to know that they have a cover story, and yeah. he's even smarter enough to know like, there's clearly something bigger here. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask questions.
0: So he's like, your story can use a little polish, and Sam doesn't know what he means. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Um, but he's. But Jacob wants to get her into NASA still, so she doesn't have to just study space, she can go into space. That's, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've never been to
1: space. Sam's like, Dad, I got this covered, Dad. I love it. It's almost like the dad that got their kid into like space camp or something, and it's like, can you not already? To be fair, I would have loved
0: my dad got me this. Right, but if you were
1: already running
0: space camp, you'd be like, can you stop? This is true. (laughs) So Jack walks into the street and is watched by a creeper.
1: Yeah, well, you know,
0: he's Jack. And yeah, so back on Jakku, uh, Daniel (laughs) arrives in the tent and has to have a chat with his wife. She is sure that he hates her, and he assures her that he doesn't. Uh, he loves her. Um, she tries asking for forgiveness, and he realizes how badly he's treated her for the episode so far, and embraces her. That there's nothing to be forgiven, uh, and it wasn't her fault. He loves her, and he wants her to come back with him. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, sure. it's, it's whatever. A nice little, I don't even it's a nice, care.
1: But I, don't I think anymore. I think this is the part. I'm so dead now. Well, Inside. I think this is
0: the part where you're like, his eyes are really creepy. <laughs> he like, yeah.
1: He had like, the weird like eyeballs super, are coming out of my face. It's like he opened his eyes way too wide. It's like you're trying so hard to smile or something. You're trying to look at you can't put all of the acting in your eyeballs. They're going to explode. Use other parts of your body. To do the rest of this. Because your eyeballs are, are, they're done for.
0: <laughs> Maybe if you stop wearing fake glasses all the time. Yeah. You'd be fine. <laughs> so back in fake DC. Yes. Jacob talked to Bollinger, the head of NASA. Uh, actually, the head of NASA at this point was Daniel Golden. Clearly, Bollinger is the head of SNASA. The secret NASA. <laughs> secret NASA.
1: Yeah, he's hanging out with Archer. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's head of SNASA. Um, Sam wanted to be an astronaut since she was a little girl. And right. I was like, so did I. And you can see my dad calling the head of NASA no, on my behalf. Sam, you should
1: call your dad and be like, listen. <laughs> yeah. Sam's dad called NASA. If you love why me, are, you, would've you would've Why have you not tried yet? <laughs> you would have I am him younger than NASA. Sam. There's plenty of time. <laughs> Let's get this done.
0: Um, (laughs) So so apparently she gave up waiting for the shoulder program to be reinstated after the Challenger disaster, which at this point it was over a decade ago and it wasn't closed down for that long. It was actually back up by 1988 and Wiki gave Sam's birthday as 1968. So, so,
1: she gave up before she was 20? like uh, Yeah, at 20. Well, I guess you didn't want
0: to go that bad, Sam. <laughs> so, like, the challenge or disaster would have been when she was, like, 18? Yeah. That's, uh... Because it was down for, like, two years. Because it was 86.
1: Yeah. So, so let's say she's 18, she yeah. went into the military.
0: I mean, well, would she, she would have, have immediately... I, I don't think she necessarily went to the military, I think she that's went to right, the academy. To, that's right. That seems like and she would have still, she been, in, she would have still been in college <laughs> yeah. when they yeah. reinstated the shuttle program. She
1: didn't try very hard. It sounds to me like she was just, like, itching for something stable. Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: um, Sam. You're so, near and dear to
1: my heart every time. I understand that reasoning. <laughs> so,
0: um, but her dad pulled some favors, and she can apply as an Air Force nominee, and they'll love her because, you know... Reasons. All her credentials. So yeah. he's basically helping her cut the line that's apparently very long mm-hmm. um, and didn't ask her if she wanted him to do it. Yeah. Um, basically, he wants her to do it for him. Like, that's That's what I, he that's wants the line. her to do. Yes. Um, and uh, she was sure that it would come back around to this being about him in the end. Mm-hmm. And he resigns and she tries to thank him for thinking of her and he just passive aggressives her off. Yeah, jerk. And I mean, this is kind of makes sense. We, we get the realization later in the episode that Jacob's pushing so hard here because he wants like he still whether he realize whether he this is actually her dream or not. Mm-hmm. He thinks that this is her dream and he's pushing it so hard because he wants to see her complete this life goal before he passes. Well,
1: and that's the thing, too, is this seems very on the nose for Sam's character because yeah. she is kind of. A goody goody yep. does what needs to be done, yeah. and she's kind of out there looking to please. So it makes perfect sense that she has this type of relationship oh, with her dad. Clearly, it, yeah, she's not the kind, of, She's not Lorelai Gilmore. No, she's, she's not, not out there Gilmore. going. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. I don't care if you care.
0: I mean, it's I at no point during this do I think that they don't have a very strong father daughter relationship. Yeah, but there's they, clearly issues. But there's but there's definitely still a like. She was the kid that was pushed because she was the kid that was able to be academically pushed. She was academically pushed. Yeah. And to some
1: degree she enjoyed it, but there's also, I think there's a little bit of identity missing with her. And there's a little bit. It's kind of what was forced on her.
0: Yeah. And so it's one that I think she would have ended up wanting to go into the Air Force either way. But it was also, I think, one of those things that growing up, it was just assumed. Yeah. I don't know
1: that it was an option not to be. Well, I
0: I think if she really would have pushed hard enough uh, to do something else, it would have been fine. I don't know that I see that. And I don't know that I see her pushing. We see in the alternate universe she's not in the Air Force. Well, that's what I mean.
1: Like, this Sam deals with these issues. Yeah, And and that's kind of what that is. So, Anyway, I just that was my little I just like that was smartly written. Yeah, her.
0: I like I like the fact that it is a it's not a cut and simple father daughter relationship. There yeah. is it's very close and they clearly have they clearly love each other. Um, But it's it. There's still this there's tension, tension there. in there. Yeah, yep, there's yeah. tension there. Um, They still have to walk around things.
1: There's tension because everyone's trying to keep things pleasant instead of real. Yeah. She was the
0: one that brought things home and was like, look, dad, look what I did. And and her dad was super happy. But then it's like, okay, so what's next? Yeah. It it was what was expected. She was expected A's. Yeah. yeah. As a kid. Yeah. Because she could pull off A's. Yeah. Because she's smart. (laughs) so down at the bar down the street the bartender's wiping the same part of the bar over and over and over again (laughs) yeah because that's what bartenders in TV shows and movies do they do
1: so Reporter Man They comes all up. have OCD. All yeah. bartenders <laughs> in entertainment have OCD and must complete, like, every scene <laughs> means that just this
0: one part of a bar needs to be cleaned. Uh, reporter Man, I just don't even remember his name. He's reporter going to be Reporter Man. man. Uh, comes up to Jack saying he's a hard man to find. Can um, we call him
1: David Muir because David Muir's awesome.
0: Okay. That's ABC
1: News. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. all. He's, any of you ladies out there. David Muir.
0: I, I was just, just go look
1: him up. going to call him a part of man.
0: No, I like David Muir. David call him Muir. David. I'll call him David. <laughs> okay, His name you. is not David. We're going to call him David. <laughs> so David comes up to Jack and says he's a hard man to find. Uh, Jack doesn't even want to play this game. It just gets up and leaves. And David, man. <laughs> David a man. Uh, asks that, uh, so you have to head back to the Stargate, huh? And Jack's like, come again for Big Fudge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and David's like, it's a big, round, grayish thing. Can't miss it. Jack is just out of here. Um, but the man has a recording of his and Carter's little conversation on the street earlier. Uh-huh. Um, and David knows that it can send people halfway across the galaxy. And Jack just lays it off. He goes, look. I'm a colonel in the U.S. Air Force, and a C-5 Galaxy is a transport aircraft largest in the world. That's the galaxy I was talking about, but the Stargate got me on that one. <laughs> Very smooth. Yeah. Like, it's and, not bad. He knows he's doing that. I don't think I would have done that well. No, I would not. <laughs> I have been um, like, um... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I just would hey, what's that the- over there? Run away. <laughs> yeah. So this is actually a bar called the Old Bailiff that oh, was cool. right across the street or around the corner from where the art gallery is. But it In does, Vancouver? But yeah, oh, okay. it does sound like it's closed down now. Oh, sad times. Um, but I love Jack offering an empty beer saying that he hadn't touched it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Because yeah. he literally goes... Here, have mine. I haven't touched it. It's empty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> have this thing that I... Uh, here, just take this. <laughs> I just also
0: love that Jack is like, I can't be in this award thing. I need to go have a beer away from all of <laughs> these important people. I not be people. here anymore. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back on Tatooine Chikou, uh They're talking... <laughs> Tactu. <laughs> uh, Uh, Jacqueline Jacqueline Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, they're talking about how um, they need to bring Charay back so they can have Amonet as their prisoner when she wakes up Um, Mm. they don't mention it but you know healthcare and a doctor deliver the kid might be nice as well that's true Uh, and they talk about what she remembers uh, and Daniel will be with her the whole time Um, hopefully they can also find a way to keep the ghoul to sleep so they can stay together yeah, They'll just fine. lie to Apophis when he returns and say that she isn't there, <laughs> because that'll go strangely. Yeah, be-
1: oh, okay, and he'll just leave.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's not here? Okay, <laughs> thanks. Bye. <laughs> it's going to go great. <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel is honest that once the gold returns, she would be in a cell, a cage, mm-hmm. but that's there to ensure the gould won't hurt anyone. Uh, and she decides she'll go, uh, sure. but they have to go now. Fair. I have to say two things here. Okay. One is I love this fire pit that this tent is based around, and oh, like the okay. ironware iron structure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the thing, I want it for my backyard. That would be fun. I'd like to take that. Can and I put it. s'mores on it? Totally. Then I'm in. And we can like, <laughs> it's like you can hang the big like, uh, bowl, like the big cast iron bowl thing yes, in there and yeah, like cook and all your and stuff and make yeah a lot of s'mores. Um. Hey, here's the other thing <laughs> for this episode that no one brings up. Okay. Why don't we just go to the new improved Thor's hammer? That will kill Amunet. That's true. But then would Shara be alive? Yeah, because what's his, what's her face? What we wanted to be Teal'c's girlfriend. That's Kendra. right. That's Kendra, what she did was perfectly fine. What the. Like, you can wait till after the kid's born, you can shackle Amunet up, she has no ring devices or anything. That's true. And just take her, literally because drag her. that would be her. too easy,
1: and what would we do instead to drive this Clearly, plot? Clearly. I was
0: like, literally, you could How just else would drag we drive the plot? her through the hammer, because Listen, everyone- Listen, uh. someone's
1: gotta drive the plot.
0: <laughs> like, no one even mentions it here. Like, they've forgotten <laughs> Thor's hammer. It was like, what, four episodes ago? Yeah. Oh, anyway, so back (laughs) in Jack's pomp and circumstance hell, uh, Hammond is talking boxing, I guess, I think. Yeah, I was trying to figure
1: out if this was an existing real thing. I don't know if that's an Easter egg or not. I I know know
0: nothing about boxing unless it's surrounded by a hockey game. (laughs) Um, But Jack interrupts them to tell him that, so a thing just happened. Okay. We've sprung a leak. Someone (laughs) talked to a reporter. Yeah. He knows enough to know who I am. And where to find me? So that's the thing. So he knows a lot, and that's a problem. Yep. So, back on Tatooine, they're about to leave through the gate, uh-huh. but there's a problem.
1: They're dun, dun, dun. nope, not okay. Don't do nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no scary things. I'm running.
0: I'm running again. <laughs> um, Aminet makes an appearance. Her oh, lord yeah. comes for her, and Daniel tells Sha to fight it, and Sha comes back. Yep. But yeah, sudden labor, like sudden fall on the floor labor. Yeah. Uh, and Teal goes to dial, and for some reason doesn't finish dialing that I'm not really sure as to why. <laughs> he, he beca- again, gotta drive that plot. Clearly. So they leave, uh, and it's her- He's
1: like, I'm gonna dial us home, unless if I don't dial us- this could get interesting. <laughs> I'm not gonna finish that. Like, Let's see what happens. I like stirring up drama. <laughs> that sounds like teal, except not at all. <laughs>
0: um, but it's Hera- I'm telling you, it's
1: the Mori puppetry. It is. This, this is show. the This yeah. is the Mori puppet show. Let's just make
0: show. drama. Yep. aura <laughs> showed up, and he sends some Jaffa to find Amunet. So, in an empty press room, Ham and Jack and Sam go over the repercussions. It can. J- it's only bad. Is repercussions here. let me just
1: point this out they're in an empty press room I wouldn't be in an empty press room because it's still a press no, room it's still a press room and there's still mics somewhere in there yeah it's still things a press are room. happening no you go like hide in a tunnel somewhere go um
0: so it I mean how listen we can't even, we can't get Congress to agree on the most simple things sure If you have Congress, if you have something like the Stargate program being fought on the Congress floor, that's not going to be pretty. No, no, it's going to die in the process. And then when Russia and China and all these other massive powers find out about it, like none of this is good because you've been hiding a major thing from the entire world. Yeah, this is pretty
1: big. This is not good for anybody. We got to get this back under wraps. There's really nothing else you can do.
0: This is one of those things where it's like the longer you keep it a secret, the bigger of a shithole you're in.
1: Yeah. But also the longer you keep it in there, the longer it has to stay there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You you dug a a terrible, terrible, terrible hole.
0: So they don't believe it's anyone from the SGC. Everyone knows how important this is. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they think obviously it must be political side. So sure. it's Kinsey or one of his crowd. Cause, well, you know, that makes Kinsey. sense because they're jerk faces. Yes. Uh, but the civilians signed non-disclosure act. So they can actually be tried under the Espionage Act if they ah. talk. I don't know if that's a real thing in life, but it's real in his show. So. Yeah. Uh, Hammond wants Jack to see how much he knows. Um, be, be cool about it, man. Yeah. Don't. Be you know, cool. Don't show your cards. Which is like, how do you talk to him and not... Anyway. <laughs> so back in the cave. This how,
1: wow, Jack is cooler than I am, because I would be like, I have no idea how to do that. Yeah.
0: Back in a cave, Sharae is in labor, and Tealuk is, I guess, making sure no one followed him. I would have
1: just taken the reporter and, like, shoved him through a Stargate.
0: <laughs> Shut up. Hey, you want to see what the Stargate is? Here.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I don't want him dead. I'll, maybe I'll go put him with, you know, the Nox or something. Yeah, the Nox Just like, not. Get out of like here. Him. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. They're, go they're not going to kill him. They're just going to be like, you're dumb. Yes. That might be awesome. Let's do that.
0: Okay. <laughs> um. But so Shari is in, you know time to push labor, but she doesn't want to because it means the ghoul will return. Yeah. Um, But you can't keep
1: the baby inside. No. That's not how babies work.
0: (laughs) It's going to come either way. Yeah,
1: some way Um, or another. And also,
0: Hera would just take the child. But Daniel assures her that they're safe. This is where they hide from Ra. Mm -hmm. And Teal'c points out that, no, they're not safe. They can't stay here. Shut up, Teal'c. You're not helping. Shut up. Nobody, Teal'c
1: is like, let's (laughs) talk about who we want in a delivery room. (laughs) Not... (laughs) But he's going to keep it real. He's going to keep it too real. Listen, I don't know that I'll even never have babies, but no tealks in my room. <laughs> nobody holding staff weapons. If you, if Nobody you willing to shoot. Are, I
0: don't want anybody shooting the if, umbilical cord. If you're up. ever labor, I'm just going to get a cardboard stand out of teal and put it in the corner. <laughs> oh, that'll go over very well. Yes, it will. <laughs> you're going to forget about it'll this g- conversation and I'm going to remember it'll it.
1: will give me something to throw things
0: at. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Dana refuses to leave her, even if it means that um, Amonette We'll be back the moment the child is born. Sure. Um, but so fine. Teal could go and try to keep the guards away from you then. Yeah. Yes. Why is she high up on a ledge giving birth? Like so they can plop <laughs> off the baby and someone'll catch it. <laughs> like, I don't know. She's like stairs, like she is like six feet off the ground. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. On the <laughs> ledge with like her legs open to
1: because the Because there's a baby <laughs> The, kid, the baby's gotta survive that fall baby can't survive, survive that fall finished. yep
0: then you weren't meant to be around well, buddy also that way once the kid's born you're immediately on top of the ledge to hold up Lion King style. yeah there you go then she's gotta quickly flip <laughs> around seven, cause yeah. that's I'm sure that's something that a mother
1: can do really as soon as she's had a baby she's quickly flip herself <laughs> around Yeah, so that's the thing right you're really yeah. agile and full of energy she at that point not, yeah well clearly she is cause <laughs> yeah. she did
0: that can a, yeah <laughs> <laughs> so about uh, that of the Air miracle Force It's <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> so the Gold Powers, man. Yeah. So outside the Air Force reception building, Jack is doing the cliche finding out what the reporter knows, well as people check his credentials line. Yeah. Uh, and this is the biggest story that what are we calling him? Didn't Daniel Daniel. David Muir. David, that's it. It's the <laughs> biggest story that he's broken, or anyone's broken. So yeah, he doesn't actually need Jack, he just really wanted to meet him. Because yeah. Jack's gonna be a hero. Jack's like, cool. Get out of here. <laughs> so he does know about SG1, and there's nine to twelve teams as such, and they're out of Cheyenne Mountain, and you use a Stargate to travel, and Jack's like, Wow, that's that's amazing. <laughs> and he continues, he's like, Well, it costs seven billion dollars. Jack assures him you don't, you don't know anything. Why don't you just, just
1: drug him and make him think he was on a drug? Look, all these, like, diversion tactics yeah. that I can think of. Why don't they just do that? And
0: Jack's like, just don't embarrass yourself. Send him yourself. on,
1: like, a terrible trip. Yeah. Like, like like an
0: acid trip.
1: Like, not physical trip, but send yeah. him on some sort of awesome. And then when he's done, he's like, what did I imagine? When it was real, <laughs> I've lost my mind. Sure, you might ruin him and traumatize <laughs> you him. Yeah, but you might
0: make a new Joker. Yeah, but you know, the Stargate isn't found out. <laughs> That's true. not.
1: Uh- that's not psychopathic or
0: anything. So Jack does ensure that if we're gonna go ahead with this, let's get one thing straight. It's O'Neill <laughs> with two L's. That's there right. is another Colonel O'Neill with one, e, one L, and he has no sense of humor. And he's not and the Jack coolest. Jack turns around and walks away, <laughs> <laughs> which is one of my favorite lines. I kept thinking it was in season one, but it's right here. I love that line because it's like meta. Yeah. All O'Neill, meta. two L's.
1: Yeah. I love it. I think RDA likes doing those. Uh, yeah. Does those those little winks and nods at the movie type thing. I think
0: he just likes to wink and nod at the everything. At everything. That's very fair. He's a wink and yeah. nodder. <laughs> um so Jack walks away, the reporter man keeps trolling him. And I uh, see me trolling. and Jack's just like it'll be science fiction. No one will believe it. Yep. Um. And he's not wrong. And David clarifies it's two L's. And he walks into a road. He's hit by a car. That's uh which speeds away. That's unfortunate. I was like, you're literally walking backwards into a road. Yeah. So, you're asking for this
1: to, to happen. To be fair, in in DC, which is not a small city. No. Which I imagine you probably should be careful about how huh? yeah. you walk.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the, he's sure that Jack did this, and he dies calling him a son of a bitch. Jesus, yeah. Um, so the Jaffa come back to here, or they tell her Shari's here. They just can't find her. Yeah, done. That's a thing. Um, and then they're badgering Kasu for not like beating. Cassou for knowledge, and Tilk breaks in and shoots Jaffa. Yeah, well, because that's what Tilk does. It's, it is what he does. Yeah. So back in the press room that you shouldn't be in, mm-hmm. Jacob is staring out the window at the Washington Monument mm-hmm. uh, with feels in, his, in his eyes. <laughs> Sam logs in, and uh, the president had to cancel the medal ceremony because he couldn't adjust the schedule after the accident, um, and Hamish is going to give them their medals privately back at the base. And then Jacob drops the bomb. He has dun, dun, lymphoma. Dun, dun, no! Uh, and he only has a little bit, a couple months more.
1: Sam's dad. I feel like you're yeah. faking things. Sam's dad. And Sam to try is to get Sam
0: to do what you want. <laughs> Sam's dad. Sam is uh, understandably <laughs> devastated to hear that sure. news, um, and he was just hoping that he'd be around to see her as an astronaut. Um and nothing in that mountain can live up to the A chance. A guilt of trip. That's really what we're being... gonna do. Yeah, I was like, are they Catholic? Because that's hey. some Catholic guilt Holy going on right monthly. there. Holy man! I was like, mom, say <laughs> <that> you, dad, <laughs> what's happening? Um, he just wanted to see her fulfill her dream before he died. <laughs> and I think I do think when you cut to Sam, it kills her. And in this moment that she can't tell him right the truth, and he goes to leave. He's like, I have months left. You don't have to check up on me every day. And she begs him not to go like this, but he does. And she turns around and in tears. Well, of course. Her, her eyeballs got sweaty. I wonder, <laughs> like, this scene, this...
1: Her eyeballs got sweaty. <laughs> she wasn't crying. Her eyeballs were just sweaty. <laughs> it's
0: really sweaty. hot in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this scene kills me. I wonder if somehow they can get, like, he has months to live. He is a general special clearance to know about the SGC. Kind of like that
1: guy, um... May rest in peace. Uh, There was a fan, a Star Wars fan, who passed away right before the release of The Force Awakens, and J.J. Abrams found a way to get him the script. Yeah, and or like maybe it was a rough cut of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I remember what it was, but it's like
0: he got to watch it. It wasn't just the script. He got to watch something. That's right. Or it's also like, um, oh, I cannot remember the 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 um, the college professor. The final. Oh yeah. Thing he got a role in Star Trek. Oh, I didn't know he that. He wasn't able to see the final movie, but he got a role on the bridge in Star Trek, oh, the first cool. 2009 one. Oh. But, yeah.
1: Well, maybe, you know, that's it's his own fault for saying he's not going quickly. Yeah. He's going to be around for a while. He's like, well, okay, come back to us in six months. That's terrible. I did not say that out
0: loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, so back in the cave, it's baby time. Yeah. They profess their love to each other while she, you know, she's birthing a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as the first cries are heard, and Daniel says it's a boy. Amanette returns and asks for the child. Hey, um, and then uh, Hero guard comes in, arrives, asks for the child, Zets Amonet. and we lower the helmet and we see it's Teal'c. Woohoo! Because we totally actually recognize his voice from the first time he walked into the room. <laughs> yeah, because it's Teal'c. It's that, it's that boss. walk, that very Teal'c. It's uh, a man walk. walk. <laughs> <laughs> um, back in the tent, Daniel gives Kasup his son, mm-hmm. but they need to go in hiding now. Amunet has returned. She's taken over Sharae. Daniel assures Kasuf that his daughter is strong and he will not give up. He is sure that she can bring Sharae back. Yes, because there's a thing called Thor's hammer. <laughs> Capture her and take her to Thor's go, hammer. Go do the thing. And Sharae will be back. <laughs> You've been there twice now. You, and they're in such a panic that they can't think. You know it's just fixed.
1: Yeah. You know what will happen is they're gonna see Sam be like, "Why don't you guys just stay here a
0: Thor's hammer?" Exactly. He's like, shit. Why didn't <laughs> we, we do that? that? So back in the briefing room at the SGC, mm-hmm. Hammond presents Jack and Sam with their air medals, and yeah. here he gets to actually say what they're actually for for yep. destroying the two ships in orbit at the start of the season. And here's the thing. Okay. I have two things. A. What would the president have said that these are for?
1: Would he? Would the president have known? Didn't we pick up a red phone at some point? Well, the, I'm sure the president
0: would have known, but he can't say. That's because he's going to blat- we're gonna do this in public. Yeah, he blatantly says what these medals are for. Right. And I'm sure the president knows what they're for, mm. but like. Would he, what, if, what What were the words that said They got their medal at the present president? Handed? Telemetry <laughs> words. Uh, also. Because you're pretty. Also, <laughs> they didn't have to get their medals on a certain day. They name dropped Daniel and Teal. Couldn't they That's have. That's true. Hey, we're, I, Hammond is giving you these medals anyway. Why don't well, we, we just, just wait. wait a day and make sure Daniel and Teal are oh, here too? Oh, you know too. what? That's fair. Why
1: didn't we do that? Yeah. Maybe it, they didn't want to make it's... them feel bad because they don't get medals. And they're like, let's just, just do and get it done. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a BS
0: excuse out of my phone. I was like, no. <laughs> so now they're going to go head off to Abydos with Daniel and Tealuk. And they'll be ready in 10 minutes. That's a big costume change for 10 minutes, Whoa. by the way. Whoa, girlie. Yeah. <laughs> that's Maybe she's like halfway done because she's
1: like not interested in being in that skirt and heels anymore. And she's like, listen, I've been out of these pantyhose and those shoes for a while. I just, I've been dying, dying to take this
0: off. But I was like, I mean, besides just getting out of the dress blues, hanging them up, and I'm sure the way you need to hang those up, and then getting on your your, You know, we your,
1: assume that Sam is this girl, is this person who hangs up her dress robe. What if her well, room's like a slob?
0: I am sure that your dress blues, no matter how slob, like you were ingrained too, you hang those up nicely. Maybe you
1: just like drop them on the floor completely <laughs> and then pick them up the next time you're
0: going to wear them. I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> but also like, To be ready to go in 10 minutes also means that you've gotten, like, all your weapons and, like, geared up in the army. I think
1: it probably takes 10 minutes just to find your gear.
0: Like, yeah.
1: (laughs) I can see half an hour. Yeah. I You're preaching to the choir. I'm a girl. I don't think I could do anything in 10 minutes. I might be able to get my shoes on. If I say I just need to put my shoes on, boyfriend Jesse can tell you that means I've got a solid 10, 15 minutes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can get ready very quickly, but I'm not getting ready to go from dress blues <laughs> if, to go off planet. If you tell
1: me all I have is 10 minutes, then you're not
0: getting like anything. Like, the elevator probably takes five minutes to get there.
1: <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, but maybe her 10 minutes are, like, my 15 minutes. Like, when I
0: say I'm always 15 maybe. minutes from
1: something, it's really a half hour. <laughs> it's
0: true. I usually give her, whatever time we're actually going to start something, yeah. I actually give her about 15, 20 minutes yeah, it's beforehand. Grace time.
1: grace time. And then I, I you know, I'm, I admit it, I've gotten to people and I say, now is that real time or grace time? Yeah. <laughs> because there is a difference.
0: <laughs> so, and then Hammond ensures Jack that, yes, it was an accident of the guy getting hit by a car and then the car speeding off without stopping. Lying. And Jack says yes, sir, in a super not believing way.
1: Yeah, no, I don't believe that.
0: So Teal's still in costume, uh, as he as the Hera'ur guard, mm-hmm. uh, as he pushes Daniel towards the gate in front of Heraur. Mm-hmm. he claims uh, the Serpent guards have taken the child, and Daniel right. tries to make claims that he is one of the great warriors of the Tauri, and Harrow just tells you, just kneel before me, bitch. Yeah, whatever, just kneel before dude. your yeah. god. Um, but hey, this so the Stargate starts up. And, like, the the guards, there's, like, four guards that go up to stand to shoot whoever goes through the gate. And as the Koosh is coming, Teal, like, you don't know it's Teal. He just kind of shoves the person in front of him into the
1: Koosh. He's like, well, this will be fun. I haven't been here in a while. You know what it's like for him to throw on that gear? I feel like he's like, yeah, still got
0: it. Boom. Next one. Let's do another one. He he zats the rest of the others. Yeah. And... So Harrow activates his shield as Jack and Sam come through the gate, thinking, "I left you alone for one day. Why? Like, Why did one you mess day? things up this bad?" <laughs> they snap into action. Um, Harrow or Shield is stopping any shots. Mm. Uh, he's he's like, "You dare challenge me?" And Jack's like, "Yeah, I was thinking about it." And he pulls out his knife and just throws it, and it just goes right <laughs> that through his hands.
1: Probably the. Best part of the entire episode. He like Robin Hooded that thing. Yes, he did. Like, it was just like, check out this really cool move I can do that I've never shown anybody before, (laughs) but I should have because it's badass. Just Um, like nail a person's hand with a knife.
0: Yeah. And uh, it was pretty awesome. So, (laughs) knife throwing is hard. I tried it at the Ren Fair. It's It's not easy. I tried like the the axe throwing. Uh It's not, no, because you can hit the target, but you have to get the perfect rotation of it it, for it to like stick in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, we did the knife throwing and the ninja stars. And, and like, the ninja stars the had thing. like five
0: points where you could possibly make here's it. Here's the thing: like, still, I did that it knife in. was not like lodged at an angle in his hand or like no, it was like, perfectly wedged in there. between his fingers. It's like a perfect as if it was shot through like his a hand. magnet. Like I don't it to actually there. think that you could do that shot, but Jack yeah, Jack. But can. it happened because yeah. Jack is Jack. Yeah. Um it's And as Sam points out, it's a really good thing. Jack remembered the shield deflection capability is directly proportional to the amount of kinetic energy directed at it. Uh-huh. And, yeah. yeah. That's basically, yeah. Jack's like, yep.
1: That's, I, sure. I feel like Jack. Like, yeah. I just kind of was like, I'm just gonna go along with you right now. Um, because your words are too big for my brain. Suddenly Kind of like gate. me and Nixie. Sometimes. Yeah.
0: I go, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and suddenly the Stargate starts dialing up again and they hide. And Jack at this point is like, what the guys. Like, what is going on?
1: Yeah. Why Why is this happening so many times? So many happenings.
0: So this time it's Apophis. Yeah,
1: jeez. How did uh, you get all of the gods that we hate all in one spot? Y'all just stirring up all the trouble.
0: Um, and Amonet walks into the room in her fancy dress and her weird cobra pearl <laughs> headpiece thing. That's right. Um, and says that she has failed him, Hera or Star the child, uh, and they go to leave And Amanette looks over at Daniel hiding. It doesn't say anything. And Apophis is super dumb for not noticing her looking at Daniel.
1: Yeah. Like, first of all, if it is Amanette, she's like, dude, we got to do something about this guy. Yeah. And if it's Charay, it's like, Charay, stop looking over here. Yeah. We're freaking hiding. Yeah. Can you stop looking at right where we're hiding? Either it's, way,
0: it's not a good call. It's, uh, it's one of those things where if it had been like a quick side glance. Yeah. That's fine. But she like just sat there and stared at him. Yeah, like it's a like stand Like head up. turned basically like facing him. Like, bro, get it together. <laughs> I don't know what other word to
1: use to her right now, but it's just like, seriously. Yeah. Can you not? Can you not?
0: <laughs> uh, and I so agree. then we have another great... Quote, and looks like, it was a lengthy tale, O'Neill, And he's like, long story, Teal. Long story. I love that. Close. Not quite.
1: <laughs> Almost there. You know, it's a lot closer than undomesticated equines. This is I'll true. I'll give him that. This
0: is true. <laughs> so there's still a gold ship on top of the pyramid, but they're just going to leave it there. Yeah, we're just going to not wrap anything else up. Yeah, like just leave. The, they're, they're not going to harm the village. Or question anything. We're just going to leave. We're just going to... All right. Let's go home now. Hero is not going to come storm the village at all. Nope. Not worried about that at all. Uh, and Daniel's not all right, but he will be. Um, and yeah, they just head through the gate That's with thanks. a pyramid there. Well,
1: That's all, folks. We're done. Let's, yeah. 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 Let's just ignore a shit ton of things that we didn't cover today. Yeah. 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 Come on. But, yeah, this, <laughs> this episode was hard to ex- ignore all the holes in it. I do love, I, you know, something, there hadn't been an episode that got this reaction out of me in a while. Yeah. I don't know that ever. <laughs> because we finally see Shari again. Yes. We get this, like, bullshit situation that <laughs> she's been dealing with and that her and Daniel now have to deal with. Yes. But everything else kind of fell apart about it. It really was like a Mori show. Yes. A lot of shock. And all their
0: little substance. Here's so the one thing I there are so many plot holes in yep. this episode, and yet I don't care. It's just fun. It's just fun. I think it's fun, not despite of the plot holes. It's, I almost it's, think it's fun because of the plot holes. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> I,
1: and I and I hate to put Stargate on the level, but it's like watching bad TV. Yeah, it's just it's just like oh, this is drama. It's like watching cops. <laughs> it's like watching cops on TV or or some other thing like that, some other terrible reality show where you're like, why is this happening? I can't stop watching.
0: You have like people on both in both plot lines making questionable decisions
1: though too. It's like, yeah, there's too many things that I'm like, okay, like Jack. Why are you meeting with him right in front of person? We're just film? gonna ignore the fact that this guy got run over, yeah, and and killed to death, killed by yes. a car. He was killed to and death. He was killed to death. But uh, I understand that that's bad grammar. That's where my head is right now. <laughs> I don't... I don't... I'm not okay with all of this. But yeah. But despite all this bullshit, <laughs> it is really fun
0: to watch. It was fun, like, see Ham and schmoozing. It was cool to see Sam and Jacob. Yeah. It was cool to get... You got some quality snark out of Jack. I was just happy to get
1: some shock and reaction. Yeah. It
0: was... which
1: Which I hadn't gotten in a little while. So I was happy with that.
0: So on the list of season two... Oh, goodness.
1: It's got to go somewhere.
0: Uh, here's my question. Is It's either one or two for me, and I'm trying to decide if it goes above Thor's chariot for me. Okay. Um, because I really love Thor's chariot.
1: Thor's chariot is when we go back to the planet of Thor, and then we meet Thor again. Yes. And things happen there. Yeah. I'm trying to replace everything in my head. What happens in the line of duty? That's when Sam gets her gold? Yes. Well, I like that one, but that one can't go away. Uh, Serpent Slayer is the end of season one.
0: Beginning is, of season is the, two is the season opener. Okay.
1: Um, darn it! I feel like this comes in with need. It's another Daniel drama episode. Yeah,
0: this one I think goes at number two. I don't. It it's very close to Thor's Chariot. I just don't think it beats out um, Thurst Chariot in my book. Okay. But it's very close, like it's it's hairline on that one. Okay,
1: so for me, it, right now I have Need at, at, at number two, which is yeah. a Daniel episode. That
0: actually knocked uh, in the line of duty off my top five. List. Oh,
1: there you go. So I think I think for me this replaces Neat. Replaces Need. Well, nope, nope, nope. Okay. Um, darn it. Um, Okay, I won't ask for too many of these. I promise.
0: You're gonna you're gonna put I'm need slash secrets because <laughs> I
1: need I need a, I need to, to sit on this a little longer okay. and decide what goes away because I I think either in the line of duty or serpent slayer or Thor's chariot might have to go away okay. um, because yes need and secrets are both Daniel episodes they're both drama heavy they're both you know these interesting subjects where we take this character but need has a lot more substance than secrets does. It's yes, Secrets is just fun to watch. Yes, so I can't place them in the same category. They just right now hold the same place in my heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotcha, I gotcha. So that's where I'm at right now.
0: So um, next week when we come back, we're going to be watching uh, Bane, Bane. Um, which I think <gasps> like can, a Batman character. No. There is no Batman character. However, there is a character which I think you may be fond of. Oh, okay, interesting. Um, and just to let everyone know, the week following Bane, we are going to have a tangent cast. Yes. Uh, because we have a, a special guest host that is going to be in town, but it's very limited availability. Mm-hmm. And we really wanted her here for the second half of Tok'ra, the two-part episode, which you are going to have as two separate episodes because you don't really want a three-hour-long podcast from us. Oh, goodness, no. Nor do we. you really want to hear us talk for three hours. No, so we'll we're going to split that up. And we are going to have, uh, and so that way the timing works out to have your ear for the end of Togra instead of, I think, the episode following the spirits just because that's, Kind of a one-off episode. Right. And I really want her here for one of the episodes that any two-parter is going to have some reverberating aspects to it. So, that
1: means that in two episodes from now, we'll be having a fun little miscellaneous tangent cast. It's going to be
0: a miscellaneous tangent cast,
1: yeah. Because there's just so many other things that are fun to talk about that we don't really get to talk about. As much as I try to relate DuckTales and everything to Stargate, they're not all the things. So It's we're literally
0: itching. going to be an entire episode of Distractions. Yes,
1: and that might be what it's called
0: <laughs> it'll
1: be tangent cast Distraction. we're gonna cover
0: some Batman Superman we're gonna cover uh some Gilmore Girls a lot we're of Gilmore cover... Girls if I'm if I have anything to say about it probably some Outlander at that point definitely some Outlander um, we're gonna cover maybe a little of... more
1: DuckTales some DuckTales DuckTales and if anyone uh, has anything they want to ask us or anything they think we we the, we the, what they we, they'd like feedback on yeah this would be a good time for it yeah
0: shoot <laughs> us any questions at our our email account yep. is... Is there's no place like Tara at gmail.com or you can follow us on twitter at Tara podcast you can find us on facebook at there's no place like Tara
1: um, and that's pretty much it for today thanks again to everybody for listening yes and we'll see you guys next week with Bane
0: with Bane um, and stay tuned uh, for after the music because I have a future Queen spoiler things see you guys bye, bye. bye. Welcome to The Future According to Stargate uh, for episode 30. Still can't believe 30 episodes of this. Um, so the big discussion that comes out of this one is the kid um, who ends up being named Shifu. Shifu. Um, he is, I don't, they didn't mention it here, but he ends up, I don't think. Yeah, it's a he's the Harsesis child, and that's the child of two gold hosts because normally uh, they just kind of get in a hot tub and some larvae happen, queen bee style. Um, normally, they don't get down and actually go at it. Um, because if uh, you know, the child that's born of two gold hosts somehow ends up having the entire gold genetic memory, not sure how, um, but he ends up He's a threat because he could basically go tell anyone all of their secrets, which is why the system lords kind of forbade it and made it taboo. And Apophis don't give a fuck. Um, we don't see him again until we're on a couple seasons on Keb, and this is where we also fe- first meet Oma Dasala, which starts off the whole ascendance ancient storyline thing, which obviously plays a much bigger role. Um, you know, soon after that, especially when, when Daniel's ascended and things like that. Um, but, so the sort of is watching over him. Um, you know, Amanette is, is, you know, needs to go hide the kid. So she hides the kid on Keb because she ends up finding it from Kasuf. The kid gets passed around like hot potato for a while until it ends up on Keb. And, uh, so Oma De Sala watches him, mentors, becomes like this whole Zen thing. And I don't really know if he has any powers before he's ascended besides his great memory and intellect, but he does like appear to Daniel as a tornado at one point. And I remember not really knowing if it was him as a tornado, if it was Oma De Sala as a tornado, if it was completely an illusion. Um, maybe I'll figure it out once we get to that episode again. I remember being slightly confused. I was like, I didn't think this kid had powers before he was ascended. But yeah. So the other key is is Amunet. We don't see Amunet a ton. I think the next time we see her is Forever in a Day, which is where she dies, um, by the hands of Teal'c. Um, but I think that Amunet was changed at least a little bit, by allowing Sharae to rule over the body for so long. I mean, she willingly let Daniel go. So my question is, is, I partly think she let Daniel go because she didn't, like, Amonette didn't want her child in the hands of Apophis. Um, Wanted a different life for the kid. My question is, is, did Amonette want that before um you know, before she let Share free. Or was this sort of Share's influence in Amunet, the realization that Apophis would not be good for the kid? And this is why she let the child be hidden away from Apophis, because she knew it's better for the kid. Not quite sure. She also is the person who ends up hiding the the um, Shufu on Keb. So... And it's, he didn't use him as a bargaining tool, which I think any system lord would do. You know, not necessarily have the maternal instinct towards the child. Then again, we don't necessarily have a system lord having a child like this and having this connection. So I still think that Amonet has got a weak spot, at least in terms of the child, because of some influence in Sha Rae. That's probably on headcanon. But that's that. So, the other thing to talk about is Jacob Carter, because it's the first time we get to see him, and I was really excited to first see Jacob, and I, it's kind of, I forgot he's not the Jacob Carter that we know and love the first time we saw him. Um, it's sort of, I guess it's kind of like the first time we met the Tok'ra, when we first meet Jolinar. it's not the Tok'ra <laughs> we're used to. Um, this is not the Jacob Carter we're used to, and He is and he isn't. I forget how, you know, pushy he was with Sam. And, um, you know, it's clear he cares for Sam. It's clear that Sam had some pressure going up to succeed. Clear he won't let it go. Um, And, you know, I'm surprised he doesn't sort of pick up the signals. That he knows that deep space telemetry is a cover story. You know, he knows that Sam's not someone who settles. I'm kind of shocked that he doesn't sort of let it go. I mean, he does eventually find out about the Stargate program because he obviously goes through the Stargate to, you know, well, he's literally on his deathbed, basically, um, and joins with Selmak. Um, But, you know, she turns down something that would have made her very happy when it comes to turning down NASA. I'm just... And it's not, I guess I could have talked about this in the regular cast, certainly a spoiler, but I just sort of, I, I was shocked that he didn't give, like, put more trust in her, that she is doing something that makes her happy. She's not someone who would just settle. Um, but it is nice. They, they do, I guess, talk later about how Selmak helped the relationship, how it helped them communicate a little bit more, that they're on the same page. They got to, they get to share this, you know, Stargate program together, which is, which is sort of a nice bonding thing for them. So, um, yeah, this was an episode with a lot of whiz-bangs, but we don't have a ton of things that come out of it that ripple through, but they're major ripples. I mean, the Shifu, the concept, you know, the Harsisa's child um, really sort of, I think, causes more ripples than is Ripple itself, um, just because... I, we definitely would have had the Ascended storyline start without him but he sort of is the catalyst to having start that and Jacob Carter sticks around for a long time and we are always super excited when we get Jacob Carter together. It's also a lot of fun to get Jacob Carter and Braytac together in the same thing so that's always fun um, but that is pretty much all for this week I doubt we'll have a spoiler section for Bane Um We just watched it. Not my favorite episode, but I enjoyed it more than I did remember. So um, we will see everyone next week. Uh, Bye.